The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week one of our Scorching Six picks for the 2018 NFL football season. It's good to be back uh, and it's good to have the NFL back and on the line for week one from Los Angeles, California, Green Bay Packers fan, Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, we got six exciting games on this week's Scorching Six slate, so... I guess before we get into the slate, I uh, kind of just want to discuss opening night game between Atlanta and Philadelphia. It pretty much was a mirror image of that divisional game in the 2017 season in the playoffs. Came down to the end, uh, a goal line stand by Philadelphia to end the game and clinch it to win uh, with Julio Julio Jones, excuse me, catching the ball this time but falling out of bounds. So it seems like Atlanta, going back to last season and now, has had problems in the red zone scoring touchdowns. So is this something that is just a little blip in the radar for them, or is it something that can become a long-term thing and kind of fester for them going on into the 2018 season? I think it's a long-term thing, and it can keep going. I just don't like Sarkeesian as an offensive coordinator, and uh, they need to fix it. So on Instagram, I saw a fun fact that Aaron Rodgers has a better Hail Mary percentage than uh, Matt Ryan to Julio Jones in the red zone. Okay. And then, I mean, basically, is Sarkeesian, do you see him at any point getting let go during the season? I mean, if if things uh, continue to go the way they are? Uh, I don't know. During the season, there's a possibility, but I, w- I would say no. Okay, fair enough. And then on the other side for Philadelphia, obviously they looked uh, very good defensively, but offensively a little sluggish. So, I mean, what did we see for them moving forward? I guess that was their first game. They kind of got the jitters out from the Super Bowl banner unveiling. So do you see them kind of becoming a contender again, or do you kind of see it falling off from here? What do you think? It all depends how long Carson Wentz is going to be out. The report came out yesterday that they're not going to rush him back and he could be out several weeks. Several weeks could be two weeks. It could be five weeks, seven weeks. Who knows? I just don't, I'm not buying into Nick Foles. I think they got a lucky one yesterday. Atlanta had a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball and Devontae Freeman also got hurt and then played the full game. Okay, so... Should be interesting to see what happens with those two teams. Uh, uh, I picked them to be contenders kind of in the playoff hunt, so we'll see what happens. But with that, we'll get into the week one slate. First game we're going to be taking a look at, the Tennessee Titans traveling to South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins. And the Titans are laying one point in this game. What are your thoughts on this game? On this game, so we for the Dolphins, we got Jay Cutler gone, retired Jay Ajay was traded from last season. 
Jarvis Landry was traded. A lot of their players are gone. Adama Kinsu is gone to L.A. A lot of players gone. For the Titans, we got Mariota, DeMarco Murray, who retired. They signed Dion Lewis and Malcolm Butler, two ex-Patriots. New coach with Mike Rabel. Yeah, new coach. As well. uh, I didn't know that, but okay. And uh, I just see the Titans winning here. I think they have the better overall team. And uh, Miami is just going to be on the downhill this season, in my opinion. I, I got Tennessee minus one. Yeah, I'm really surprised at this line, only Tennessee minus one. I mean, uh, is Vegas trying to play some tar- some sort of trick on us? There's something that we don't know, but yeah, Dolphins just absolute dump- dumpster fire at this point. Uh, not much going for them. Uh, J- uh, Ryan Tannehill obviously coming back from the season-long injury last year. Uh, who knows how, who, how well he plays? And then Kenyon Drake taking over in the backfield. And then on the other side, they got Derrick Henry taking over the backfield uh, permanently. And then Mariota in his fourth or fifth season, I think, growing as a quarterback. And Tennessee is a real contender in that tough AFC South. So I just think they're going to be too much for Miami in this game, even though Miami is at home and it's going to be hot, humid weather. I I think Tennessee uh, is the no-doubt pick in this, this one. I agree with you 100%. I'm going to... Take uh, swallow the one point with Tennessee. I think they're going to win this one. Uh, I'm going to go 28 to 17. Tennessee wins, and with that, that'll take us into the second game on with the Week One slate. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to East Rutherford, New Jersey, to take on the Giants, and we got the Jaguars laying three points in this one. What do you think? This is a really tough one here because it's just two teams. One team that was a content, uh, became a contender last last season, and one team that didn't even make the playoffs but made a lot of big moves. The Giants drafting Saquon Barkley at number two, signing Nate Soldier, uh, giving Odell an extension, and then we got the Jaguars who signed Austin Safarian Jenkins. Marquise Lee went down with a torn ACL for the season. I, I really don't know. Jalen Ramsey's been talking a lot of shit lately. Uh, Odell said he's going to keep his cool on that. I, I don't know how that's going to work out. I think Odell's going to struggle. Uh, I think Barkley will do okay. I'd say roughly 80 to 100 yards, maybe a touchdown. And I'm, I'm going to have I'm going to have to swallow the points and go 27, 20, 20, uh, no, 20 to. Th- 20 to like 14. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, Jaguars obviously have an excellent defense, obviously, I mean, but kind of with the injury to Marquise Lee, the departure of Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, I mean, I don't really see much offensive weapons other than Leonard Fournette for them. So I'm kind of struggling to see where they're going to be able to score in this game. Even though the Giants aren't really one of the more stout defenses in the league, I just think they're going to have problems with Bortles and getting the receivers in tune to score. So that's where the dilemma comes in this game and kind of the tough choice. But on the other side, obviously I'm really excited to see how Saquon Barkley plays alongside Odell Beckham. I'm excited to see how uh, Nate Solder 
the addition of Nate Solder to the Giants, how that affects Eli Manning, uh, his presence in the pocket, and how he gets his, through his progressions, his reads, and how he's able to stick in the pocket and maybe hopefully get outside the pocket a little bit as well. But I just think the Jaguars are definitely the more talented team all around, even though there's a kind of a mismatch for them on their offense compared to the Giants' offense. I just think they're too talented of a team overall, and they showed that last year being in the, in the conference championship against New England and almost winning that. So I just think three points is not that much to swallow. I'm going to agree with you and take the Jaguars in this one. I'm going to go 27-21 uh, to 21 in this one, and I think they, they come out on top and start the season off on a good note. So we'll agree on the first two, and we'll move on to the late afternoon games. First one we're going to be taking a look at is Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. I got the home team Chargers giving three and a half in this one. What do you think? So this is going to be a whole different game. We got uh, Patrick Mahomes going to have his first start with Alex Smith shipped out to the Redskins. We got the the Chiefs also added Sammy Watkins in free agency. Uh, then we got the L.A. Chargers who are getting Mike Williams back. They bring back Antonio Gates after Hunter Henry went down for the season. Joey Bosa will be out for the game. But I just see the, uh, the Chargers overall as a better team, and I think they cover the spread and win by a touchdown. Okay, is, the Chargers are really getting a lot of hype going into this season. Uh, I mean... Are they are we are we overhyping the Chargers or are they really a really true contender that's going to start off the season and not kind of be like they were in past seasons where they get off to slow starts and then kind of come on a little in the middle towards the end of the season? Yeah, they are getting a lot of hype this season, but I just don't see anyone else in the division that can do pretty well uh, compared to them. They they're a talented roster, and I think that they will go about ten and. 10 and 6 in the in the season and they'll win the division. I I don't see Denver winning a new QB, not that good of an offense, a solid offense, but I just don't see them doing much. And we'll, we'll talk uh, if you I just don't see Kansas City winning it. Maybe and I don't see Oakland Oakland will be a dumpster this season. Okay, Patrick Mahomes uh, taking over for Alex Smith, obviously in the second year out of Texas A&M. Uh, what do you see from him? Um, is he going to be an upgrade for them over Alex Smith just because of the mobility he has and the big arm that he showed in the preseason? Yeah, he's definitely going to be an upgrade in my opinion. I think he's going to be a good quarterback overall in the NFL. But I think that this his first opening debut, he's going to struggle. It's on the road versus a great defense. And uh, I, I don't see him doing too well in this first game, though. Okay, I mean, the Chiefs, uh, obviously with Alex Smith, have always kind of been ahead on the turnover margin. Uh, some people kind of see Patrick Mahomes as a little bit of a loose cannon. He takes a lot of risks. So is that turnover margin going to change for the Chiefs this season due to all the risky throws that Patrick Mahomes is going to make? It might, but you you gotta take risks. I, I don't like to play. I don't like to play it safe. You you gotta take risks. You gotta throw it up. And uh, Alex Smith was 
the person who would throw it short to do the safe passes. Mahomes got Mahomes got an arm, as you said, and he's going to throw the deep passes. He's got Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins to throw to, so it's going to be a great season. Okay, so you're taking the Chargers minus three and a half here. Uh, I'm going to go the other way here. I like the Chiefs in this game. I just think the Chargers, they usually get off to slow starts in the season. I expect that to happen again, but I expect them to have a, a good season. I don't expect them to kind of start off like they did last season, lose their first three games really close. But I think they're going to lose this game, in my opinion. I, I just think the Chiefs are too talented all around, even though the, the there's going to be a learning curve with the new quarterback with Mahomes coming in. I just think Andy, Andy Reid is one of the best offensive coaches in the league. And they have lots of weapons offensively with Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey. And then defensively, they still have uh, some stalwarts with Justin Houston. They're getting back Eric Berry. So I think they're going to play all all around well on both sides in this game. And I'm going to take the three and a half pl- points and pick the Chiefs to win this one. I'm going to go 31 to 28 Chiefs win. So we'll disagree on that one and we'll move on to the second late afternoon game that we're going to be taking a look at. This is a game on Fox. It's the Washington Redskins traveling to Glendale, Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. And we got the home team Cardinals giving a point in this game. What do you think? Wow, this one's tough. Two of the, probably the two worst teams or two of the top five worst teams playing each other. Both have a new QB. Sam Bradford will be starting for the Cardinals, but they also drafted Josh Rosen. David Johnson will be returning from injury. And then we go to the Redskins side. They traded for Alex Smith and let Kirk Cousins walk. Uh, The rookie running back Darius Geis went out for the season, and they signed Adrian Peterson. They they also signed wide receiver Paul Richardson. Jordan Reed will be coming back from injury. I just don't know who is the overall. I think on the defensive side, the Cardinals are a better team. And the offensive side, it's it's pretty even. So I'm going to go Arizona here at being at home. And I think also the time difference will make a, a difference in the game. Okay. So uh, we got Washington not traveling all the way to the west from the eastern time zone to the Pacific time zone, or the mountain time zone, excuse me. Uh, I'm going to go the other way here. I mean, I just, I just don't know how the Cardinals are going to be are giving points in any game this season. I think they just have a brutal schedule, and I think they're completely awful. I mean, they have either rookie quarterback Josh Rosen coming in or... Sam Bradford, who's just been non-impressive throughout his entire career, they're both injury-prone guys, as we've seen, and I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to get offensively. I mean, the only sure thing offensively is Larry Fitzgerald's hands for the Cardinals, and defensively, obviously, Patrick Peterson is a stud. Uh, Cor- oh yeah, I forgot about David Johnson, uh, but uh, hopefully he doesn't get injured. Uh, but I just like Washington better on this. I think they have more weapons uh, with the receiving core of Crowder, Richardson, and Doxson. And then Jordan Reed, uh, obviously, I think can be one of the 10 best tight ends in the league or so when he's healthy. And Alex Smith 
as we've seen in Kansas City and San Francisco, loves to throw to tight ends. So I think he's gonna he's gonna build a connection with Reed. I expect Reed to have a big game in this one, and I'm gonna take Washington plus one. I'm gonna take them to win the game as well. Uh, I'm gonna go 24 to 17 Washington in this one, and we'll disagree on that one as well. And we'll move on to the last late afternoon game, the Dallas Cowboys traveling to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers. The home team Panthers giving three points in this one. What are your thoughts on this one? So let's just review the off seasons. Obviously, Cowboys released Des Bryant, who unfortunately is still unsigned. I think that was a good move. Uh, unfortunately, their O line is not 100% right now. A little injured. Uh, their defense is good. Sean Lee will be back, and Demar Lawrence who will be playing. Uh, they're trying to get Earl Thomas, but haven't landed him yet. Uh, I don't know how Dak is going to do now with uh, the offensive line. Also, Zeke. Uh, Zeke is a great running back, but I just I just want to see how he does with uh, some of the second play second second team O line. So I just want to see that. But now we go to Carolina. They they didn't make that many big moves. In the offseason, I think their biggest move was drafting rookie wide receiver DJ Moore and keeping Greg Olson, who did not retire. They traded for Torrey Smith, right? Or Yeah, that's not too big of a move. Uh, I don't see him being that. How do you see the prospects for Christian McCaffrey? Uh, a lot of people are expecting him to take a big jump in his second season. What do you see from him? Yeah, I think he's going to get a lot of carries. They did sign, they did let Jonathan Stewart go and sign running back C.J. Anderson, but I don't think that's going to be anything uh, matter. But I think this is McCaffrey's season. I thought it was going to be last year, but they were they still had Stewart and they were sharing carries. But I think this is McCaffrey's year, and he has a big year. Okay, they signed. I'm going with the Panthers there to cover. Okay, they signed the Dantari Poe, uh, defensive tackle. He was with Kansas City for a while, and then Thomas Davis is not in this game. I think he's going to be out the first couple of games of the season. How do you see that affecting the physicality and the intensity of Carolina's defense in the first? Oh, I didn't know Thomas Davis was out. That that's a big blow, uh, but that's definitely going to be a blow. Dantari Poe is definitely a good pickup. I'm pretty sure he's old at, at this point of his career, but. He has that veteran presence in him to bring in the locker room and also bring it, show it on the field, too. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, we disagreed on the last two. Uh, I'm going to agree with you here 100%. Uh, I just like uh, Carolina overall this season better than the Cowboys. And Carolina at home, I think, is in a good position, obviously. I expect McCaffrey to have a good game and... Funches and uh, Torrey Smith, I think, are good weapons for Cam Newton. I think he'll have a good game as well, Cam. And then Cowboys, uh, you just mentioned the injuries. And then kind of Dak and, and Zeke, they, were, they weren't they were really together all full, fully all of last season. So it's just going to be a little more kind of getting back on the same page. And I just don't see it from the Cowboys in this game or in the entire 2018 season as well. So I'm going to swallow the three points, agree with you on Carolina, take Carolina in this one. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 27 to 20, Carolina wins this one. So we'll agree on that one, and we'll, that'll take us to the last game in week one slate. Uh, 
we got the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night, a late Monday night game, taking on the Raiders in Oakland and laying four points in this one. What do you think? Four is a very low number. The Rams went all in on the offseason, trading for wide receiver Brandon Cooks, giving Aaron Donald and Todd Gurley an extension, trading for cornerbacks Marquise Peters, Aqib Tlaib, signing Andamakan Sue, just making splashes left and right throughout the offseason, while the Raiders did the exact, exact opposite. They, the, the, their biggest signing probably was signing John Gruden to a $100 million 10-year deal which was probably the biggest mistake they made. And obviously, trading linebacker Khalil Mack for two first-round picks. They also traded for wide receiver Martavis Bryant. They traded a third-round pick, and then they waived him. I just think the Raiders signing Gruden was a bad move. It looks like he has full control there. And I think they're in, now they're pretty much in rebuilding mode. And I don't like the direction they're going in. And they also got a wide receiver Jordy Nelson which was a good move in my opinion. He'll bring the veteran presence there. Amari Cooper had a bad season. I don't know how he's going to do this season. Lynch, I, I don't see much. I, I think he'll have a good year with Gruden there, but uh, this first game I don't think he's going to play well. Derek Carr, I think he'll have a bounce back season. But I, I'm, I'm going with the Rams there. The spread is very low. I don't know if Vegas is trying to trick us. It opened at 1. These NFL lines opened like months before the season. It opened at 1, and now it's only at 4. But I think that the Rams are going to put a whooping on them, win by like 7 to 10. Okay, I'm going to have to agree 100% on this one. I think the Rams are the better team in all facets of the ball, special teams, defensively, offensively, much better coach in my opinion at this point. Uh, Gruden's been out of the game for 10 seasons in that Monday Night Football booth and just using a lot of cliches and stuff. So, I mean, he has a lot. He has his hands full with this Raiders team. Uh, A lot of changes going on, like you mentioned, the Khalil Mack trade. Uh, That pretty much decimates their defense. Uh, Not much there now. Going on, other than I think Bruce Irvin's probably their best defensive player now. So I mean, and the the Rams are just loaded offensively, defensively. They got one of the best kickers, one of the best punters in the game. This is just a complete mismatch all around. I don't know how the line is so low, only at four. Maybe only because it's in a shitty uh, stadium in Oakland. But it's just mismatch all around and i think the easy pick here is rams minus four i'm gonna swallow the four points and i think the rams win this one 35 to 14 and with that we'll agree on that one and that'll wrap it up for the week one slate of the scorching six picks rebound thank you so much for coming on always a pleasure thanks for having me on before we go off i just want to wish my boy ace a happy birthday it's his birthday tomorrow happy birthday ace Happy birthday to Ace, and hope hopefully he enjoys the whole weekend of football, and hopefully you guys enjoy the first week of NFL football. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week for Week 2 Scorching Six Picks.